Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. And as a nice lady just said, we are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we got some great stories for you today. All kinds of crazy stuff going on. You Microsoft said stuff. Stuff. Oh, you said, yeah, you said don't say stuff. Yeah. You don't like the word stuff, huh? No, you been, use it a lot. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, we've got uh, Alexa, you can actually tip delivery, uh, USB stamps, all kinds of interesting stories today, and some tech ideas for the holidays. Uh, how are you? Uh, doing well. Uh, trying to learn how to take a couple weeks off, which is interesting because I'm not good at that at all. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I might. Yeah, I might even try crafts to put together. Ooh. Yeah, I know, to decorate some gifts. You got so a needlepoint? God, yeah, I can do that. Actually, <laughs> I can do that, but I don't have the time for that. Yeah. No, that, I, I'm, the only crafts I can do have to be instant crafts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know, you can always use the, uh, like I got a couple of years ago for my wife, the uh, Lego flower Flowers, yeah. That, Legos are always a great gift. Yeah, always they're fun. And they take a long time, so, the, you know, fills your day uh, yeah but so the problem stuff... is you have to have a place to put it later yes that's, that's the true problem. Well, <laughs> i mean with the flower thing the arrangement that i got for her when people come over i go what do you think of those flowers and they don't get right away that they're not real flowers because they look so real so those are kind of fun things to that's do that's cute i like yeah. it i like yeah. it so, so all right you know, I'm, a, I'm probably as tired as you are talking about Twitter stuff, I and mean, we've been nonstop about this for months. But what was the Twitter files? But you see, the thing is that t- what Elon is doing with Twitter is he is taking this platform and making it a whole new platform. And it's very newsworthy. All the top uh, media outlets are covering it. The Twitter files. The Twitter files, in the short version... Uh, Elon has gotten together with a couple of a few journalists and has handed over access to intercompany emails, uh, stack discussions, um, things so they could find out what was actually going on with Twitter. You know, because we all, hey, my tweets are shadow banned. Nobody's seeing me. Nobody's you explain that, by the way, because they're using the term a, a lot now, shadow banned. What do they mean by that? Okay, shadow banning is basically um, where people do not see their tweets. People will not see your tweets. They mark the tweets not to be seen. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. Uh, It Proof came out, and this is shocking because Twitter's uh, head of legal policy and all these people testified to the government – said point blank we certainly don't shadow ban period and they said another thing we certainly don't shadow ban on political viewpoints or ideology mm-hmm. and they said that's the government well yeah indeed they weren't shadow banning because within the company they called it visibility filtering and this has been confirmed with a lot of high uh high level sources it's a way to suppress what people see to different levels. Um, basically, it takes a certain user and limits the scope of their tweet's discoverability. 
Okay. Or to keep a certain topic out of trending. And, uh, quote, they said in, in these things, we control visibility quite a bit. We control the application of your content quite a bit. And normal people do not know how much we do, one Twitter engineer said in the investigation. So uh, they're looking, let's say, for example, they're looking at my tweets and they see... Mm, I don't no, really want- if your tweets do not align with their think, okay, their group mm-hmm. thinking, right? they have so many levels of different, like they'll block you or they, for example... A Stanford doctor was shadow banned. It came out. They found the proof. They printed the emails in the Twitter files. Uh, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, he was blacklisted for raising questions about how school lockdowns might affect the nation's children. Hmm. Um, He was very strong on this. Twitter suppressed all of his tweets. And, quote, he said, I have not been abusive. I would not said a single swear word on any of the platforms. Frankly, I'm not even sure it was political. I was basically arguing for something like the Sweden approach, which is a left-wing, more socialist kind of idea towards school openings and lockdowns. Mm -hmm. But because it didn't align with Twitter management ideas, they just basically, he never knew it, blocked him from the system. Now, this was the old before Elon Twitter, correct? Right. This is all yeah. information. Elon wants this all out in the open, like they say, uh, sunshine is the best bleach or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's some kind of phrase. Right. But the brazenness behind it is incredible. So we're not talking politics here. We're talking about a doctor who had a theory that kids would be damaged by keeping them in the house which now we know to be true. Right. But because it didn't align, he says, I'm a public health scientist. I work for the people. Sometimes my thoughts are taken up by the left, sometimes by the right. During the pandemic in the United States, it's been associated with a right-wing position. And if I were in Sweden, I'd been associated with a left-wing position. Right. So we're not talking politics. What I'm saying is these Twitter files, which... If you're interested in learning why you should never believe um, a slant on social media, it won't be happening with Twitter anymore, but it certainly did happen. And it was a long time practice. They had blacklists. They prevented disfavored tweets from trending. I mean, just insane. And Elon just finally said... We are going to update the Twitter platform, the app that you have, and you are going to be able to see if you've ever been shadow banned. And shadow banning could also be if you weren't contributing enough to the conversation in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was just plain censorship. This was bad. And also coming out in the Twitter files this weekend in another drop was that some of the members of Twitter's security or smart people team, let's just say, you know, I'm not going to name names, had daily meetings with the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security. I mean, what does that have to do with anything? 
when we're supposed to have free speech. Right. And not only the Republican but the Democratic <sighs> Party were approving or disproving, saying, look at this tweet. This is bad. This is bad. You have to, you have to not do this. There's been a lot of coverage in the media. If you want to see the exact information, I really suggest you go there and look at the Twitter files because it's, it's out of control. This is censorship. And, you know, a lot of people are hating on Elon for it. Mm -hmm. uh, Elton John said, I'm leaving. <laughs> Big loss. Oh, because yeah. Elton John talked to so many people on Twitter. Right. But that's not the point. Elon answered yeah. him and says, hey, I love your music. Why are you leaving? He didn't answer. So <laughs> yeah, um, that's a I think crazy. it's – and you brought up the fact that there's another rumor because the media loves to – most of the stories you're going to read in the media are going to be banging on Twitter versus cheering them for putting this stuff in the light. Um, Apple takes a 30% commission of in-app purchases. Right. So if you buy Twitter Blue through the Twitter iOS app, it may – notice how in this whole story, the word may end up is only mentioned once, costing $11 a month. However, iOS users would be given the option of paying only $7 a month if they sign up through web-based instead. Uh, I would just merely suggest, if I worked for Elon, that we just have the sign-ups on the web and don't have it to – yeah, none of this. It's just the media banging on Twitter. It is all so wrong. Well, you can use your Apple account. You just have to sign up for it on – uh, directly on Twitter.com. But in any case, none of that is etched in granite yet. This this, this may happen, may not happen. <laughs> um, so much in the media that you can't believe, and I think what has been published in the Twitter files, and that's what they call them on Twitter, take a look at them. Not only government intervention in what is said online, I mean, they even contacted, what do you think? Should we talk about this? I mean, really? This is a free speech social media platform. So it's all interesting. And I say bless Elon for bringing out the truth. And hopefully he will have a free speech platform for everybody. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing my record on Twitter on the app to see, because I know times that I absolutely – that there is no way with two as many th thousands of followers that I have that nobody saw a tweet. Yeah, of course. And they may not have liked it because I sent it out not as a bot but through an automated service. Yeah. So we'll see. It's interesting right. and we'll follow it each week. But the shadow banning after them telling the government, just giving it a different name so technically they weren't lying. It was just yeah. ludicrous. Okay. All right. Moving on to the next story. And, and this bothers me a lot when government agencies. <laughs> bother, bother, bother. When government agencies, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, in this case, Microsoft's trying to buy Activision, Activision Blizzard, which is one of the big uh, video game companies. They make Call of Duty, you know, a lot of high-end companies. So Microsoft was trying to do the $69 billion deal to buy the company. And all of a sudden, the FTC voted to block 
their ability to buy with the idea that, well, wait a minute, Microsoft is going to withhold some of the games like Call of Duty uh, from other platforms like the Sony PlayStation. So, or you mean like Nintendo does with theirs. Well, yes, and everybody does it. <laughs> right. Everybody blocks right. things. And it's, it's beyond ridiculous. So, of course, Microsoft is fighting this thing, and uh, they've already made agreements with multiple companies saying, no, we're not going to block this. We're going to make this available to other platforms, you know, to Sony, to, uh, to Nintendo, to whatever it is. So now they're going to court to sue uh, for them to be allowed to let this deal go through. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, I understand the government thinks they're protecting people from other things, but guess what? Just stay out of it. I just don't see the reason for this, and it's kind of silly, and we'll see where this ends up. Um, but, you know, they could also get it in the EU, too, which is reportedly uh, looking into the deal themselves. So when these things happen, I, I just don't think it helps anybody in particular. And, uh, you know, everybody's going to play the platform they play on. So, yeah, and does the government really have a place in the Internet uh, forming policy, and unless it's plain fraud— or right. something like that. What business is it? It doesn't. It, no. Let them do what they want to do. And it really isn't hurting anybody. And it just, you know, it's it's always the, you know, what, what they used to say in 1984, that, that book about Big Brother is watching you. Right. You know, so that's a I story. I mean, Twitter having daily meetings with government agencies to approve or just do. It's insane. It's just It's really insane. crazy. They were um, drunk with power. So I think this... This is all interesting, but one thing where the government, I appreciate their work, and that's the Federal Communications Commission. Yep. Uh, they do some good work. They mm -hmm. actually do work. <laughs> yeah. No, the FCC's done a good job through the years. And SpaceX is asking the FCC for permission to outfit some of the second-generation Starlink satellites with equipment capable of beaming data to regular, normal T-Mobile phones on the ground. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a great deal, obviously, for T-Mobile and good for them for putting it together. And the whole point of this, this isn't a long story. They want to be able to give people in rural and remote areas who have little to no cell signal um, a signal. I mean – how important do you think it is that everybody should have a cell phone set? Everybody, without question, anybody who wants it, clearly. Uh, th yes, they should certainly be able to do that. I, I hope this doesn't uh, squash 5G, Marsha, because we know how important 5G is. To us. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, the thing this. is, I, I noticed this in England when I went over there to visit family. Mm -hmm. Where they live, there is no cell reception whatsoever. Yeah. And I feel it's a public safety issue. Absolutely. So, uh, but I, of course, couldn't convince anybody to look at Starlink. But I'm going to keep hammering away at that because this is important. Oh, this yeah. is well, important. you know, Apple and their new phones, they're working on this system where you can call 911 if you have to. And mm -hmm. I think it links to a satellite. Emergency so SOS just, feature, yeah. yes. Yeah. And that's a great idea because, you know, if you need 911 and you're in a bad cell area, I mean, I remember years ago we had some friends that were, we were driving back to Vegas, from Vegas to Los Angeles, and so were they. And we had our GPSs on to, you know, find the fastest route. Well, for some reason or another, they decided that their GPS took them way off into the desert somewhere. And then they and, lost the signal, right? And then right? they lost their cell service. Right. 
Yeah, and what do you do? You don't know where you are. You're in the middle of nowhere, and that's dangerous stuff. So, well, here's uh, a little stuff. <laughs> oh, sorry, stuff. Yeah. And but there's a, a solution to that that I want to give a tip to everybody. If you are taking a road trip, do the search for your trip on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Then Google Maps will allow you to download that map to your phone. Right. So you will have it locally on your device, and if yeah. you lose your signal you will not be in trouble. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, and everybody should carry, do they still make them Thomas guides? I no. think they still do, actually. Yeah, they well. do. I gave them as Christmas gifts a couple yeah. of years ago because everybody should know what and have a Thomas guide somewhere. Thomas guide is a California thing, and they took the entire state, segmented it in a, a book, what it was like 500 pages. Oh, it's huge. And yeah. and you had every road, and people used to keep them in their cars when you were traveling or going. That's how somewhere. you knew how to get someplace before right. GPS. As you looked, at. right? I didn't know that was a California thing. I thought those guys were all over the country. I don't think they are, because I'd never seen them in Florida. I'd never seen them in huh. a lot of places. Okay. So, yeah. you know, who knows? Well, it's a good idea. All right. So the uh, the D.C. Attorney General is suing Amazon, and this is quite a story over what they call deceptive. A tipping scheme. And, uh, you know, uh, flex, I guess flex drivers, I don't even know what a flex driver is. Flex is like drivers, I don't, I don't think that flex drivers are employees. Yeah, I think they're outside. I mean, I assume flex right, they're drivers they're like contractor. Are, yeah, independent contractors. Right, right. Yeah. And apparently Amazon said they were reimbursing them uh, because they were supposed to get their tips. And guess what? I guess the tips weren't actually going to the drivers themselves. Right. So what did you see on this? <laughs> well, it's interesting. Uh, I unplugged my Echo device, and I think I will plug it in for the holidays again, mm-hmm. only because you can say your keyword, <laughs> yeah. which is A-L-E-X-A, yeah. thank my driver, and then you can give them a $5 tip that doesn't cost you anything. Um, and unbelievable Amazon will pay drivers a $5 tip for each thank you received. So why not try? It takes just a second. You can give them an extra five bucks, especially during the holidays. Sure. And this is a great thing. So how to do this? If you have an Alexa device like an Echo Dot or an Echo or even the mobile app, all you have to do is say, Alexa, thank my driver. And the driver will who delivered the most recent package will be notified and they'll be paying a $5 tip for each. Yeah, thank that's, you. That's a great idea. And there's no reason they shouldn't be doing that. And uh, yeah, why not? Uh, I think that's nice. You know, it's funny when you were talking about spelling E C H O, although it doesn't seem to trigger with echo, but uh, I was watching TV and I haven't had this happen because they were supposed to have prevented this, but the TV show, uh, the TV show I was watching said, uh, Siri, remind me to watch whatever the program was. I don't remember what it was. All of a sudden, my phone lights up and adds a note to my thing to remind me to watch this TV Sons show. Sons of bitches. You Sons know, bitches. I thought, wait a minute. This is because they had allegedly did, uh, and I don't know how they did it electronically. Well, they obviously didn't. So, <laughs> they, Well, they did for a while because that's the first time I've seen that happen in a long time. So something has changed. Uh, they did something with the programming that didn't allow that to affect your own phone. Well, guess what? Just happened to my phone this morning. So something must have changed yeah. with that. 
uh, in the area of them always being, you know, invasive in everything that we actually do. Uh, so that's not a good one. That's and, crazy. That yeah. is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, interestingly, everybody is using shopping apps. Yep. I have told people, do not use shopping sin. But I get discounts and I get coupons and I'm saving money. Let me just tell you how these popular shopping apps, and they're all in the Google Play Store, they're in on browsers, they're in Iowa, they're everywhere. You know, it's usually a browser add-on. Right. Uh, two-thirds of shopping apps share permissions with an average of 1.8 ad libraries. That means with the app, you grant permission to everyone you give permission to, you are giving permission to not one but three companies. And let me just read you some data. Two-thirds of analyzed shopping apps use ad libraries. Mm -hmm. Uh, Four out of three, that's 83%, analyzed shopping apps request position permissions. The most alarming was 22.3% request permission to record audio. 48.3 48.3 request permission to access precise GPS location. 15.8% request to read your contacts. 6.1 request permission to read calendar events plus confidential information. Uh, there are more plus your text messages and some to even do 8% request permission to directly call phone numbers. This is a whole thing. None of these uh they may save you a couple dollars here and there, but in the end, you do not want your identity stolen. And right. This is where this all leads. You have to be careful. Um, the Not only the Trojans and everything else by downloading all this, uh, don't, don't use it. Just yeah. search Google for a coupon. No doubt you're going to find it. That's what I always do. Um, and people say, well, I'll give it permission, then I'll delete the app after I, you know, do my shopping. Yeah, which well, people generally don't late. do. They forget. Yeah, and they forget. And it's too late anyway, because the minute you give it permission, it says go. Right. So, yeah. it's so sad. He, well, here's a story that's shocking, absolutely shocking. The post <laughs> office is increasing the fees again. Oh, Who sends mean, mail anyway, by the way? You send any actual mail anymore? Uh you know, like three times a year? Yeah. I sent a Christmas gift that weighed 10 ounces to England. Mm-hmm. Cost $26 in postage. <laughs> oh, cool. And that was not even, um, you know, it made done fast. It was just, you know, just send it. Okay. And that was through the postal department you're sending it. USPS, yeah. Yeah, right. That's crazy. So anyway, just so... Those of you who do occasionally send out things, I'm going to send out Christmas cards. And that's how I found out about all this. Oh. Uh, I decided to, you know, do it because, you know, Christmas cards are nice to receive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, it's going to cost me 60 cents per card, which is ridiculous. Right. Uh, January 22nd, they're increasing uh, the cost to 63 cents. So I got an idea. Great stocking stuffer. Mm-hmm. Buy someone a roll of forever stamps. Yeah. Because forever stamps just work forever. And a great thing for a stocking stuffer. I mean, it may take them a year to use them or even two years, but that's it not the matter. point. doesn't they, matter. They're good forever. They're forever as long stamps. as the post office is around. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. 
So you found a great buy of the week this week. Yeah, this was, I thought, was really interesting. Um, Samsung, who, you know, we're fans of Samsung. Wait a minute, uh, Mark. Wait a minute. Oh, what? Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. And now it's the time of the show where we search the universe, the planets, and actually Samsung.com for the buy of the week. And the drum roll isn't working. You oh, know, no. After it, all that? After all that, the drum roll isn't working. <laughs> I'm clicking on it, and it's not working. Oh, Let my me see God. what we can... Not getting any of them. If That's you love crazy. the show, perhaps you might consider sending Marsha a brand new drum set <laughs> for the holidays. So I'm not uh, getting anything on any of these. Aww, That's crazy. How sad. All right. Well, we'll move on. Let's hope um, we get our outro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that would be helpful, wouldn't it? Okay. So at Samsung.com, they're selling the Galaxy Book 2 Pro 360s. And this is a very nice, it's the equivalent of, it's somewhere between a, um, a laptop computer and a tablet computer. Uh, and it does a lot of different things. It features a 360-degree hinge that gives you two capabilities so you can use it as a laptop or you flip it back over and it becomes a, uh, you know, a, a tablet. It has a touch screen. You've got video chat that comes in high-definition stuff up to 1080 uh, pixel-wide angles, two times clearer than other things like that. It's got an HD camera attached to it. And, you know, it's a very, very good um, device. And I think you've tested Samsung tablets in the past, as have I, and they do a really good job. So let alone this tablet is a really nice uh, machine. It sells for $1,299, not inexpensive. comes with Windows 11 Home, uh, Intel Core i7, which is one of their fastest processors, 13.3-inch screen, Yada 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 comes with all of those things available to it. And wait, wait a minute, wait no, a minute. The price? The well, I haven't given the price yet, because the the their asking price was twelve hundred ninety nine dollars. But before I give you the price, they are additionally. Oh, there we go. There's the. There's, now give them the price. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so in addition to the tablet, they are also giving you a free thirty two inch Odyssey G three two gaming monitor so you get the gaming monitor you get the samsung tablet which normally so that would have cost you fifteen sixteen hundred dollars it is on sale at samsung right now for five hundred and forty nine dollars that's They're a deal you an, in, yeah you save seven hundred and fifty dollars on this and that's that that's really amazing because you get the big 30 i'm 32 inch that's a pretty big uh, monitor and the um and the galaxy book and again, save seven hundred and fifty bucks. That's a so, deal. That's yeah. a deal. Oh, thank you very much. You know, but we, by the way, we want to welcome our studio audience, which we're now using. <laughs> you know, thank you all for. Hey, oh, I see you looking good out there. Thank you. Uh, we're going to give gifts to everybody in our studio audience yeah. today. That's live. Yeah, live that's in live. studio. Right, live, live in, in studio, studio with us. Yeah, yeah right. new car for everybody that's in studio with us today. Um, so anyway, now, that is our buy of the week, and you can get yep. that at Samsung.com. Before I talk about Apple devices, you had some information on the end-to-end encryption on iCloud, which is interesting. You know, yes. And, you know, end-to-end encryption was really big. Um, and what end-to-end encryption means is that no one can see, including in theory, and I always say in theory, right. no one can see what you say on your texting or your calls because at both ends of the, uh, both ends of the conversation, it's encrypted and no one 
can theoretically see what's in those conversations. And theoretically, nobody hacks either the servers at either side because they correct. may not be <laughs> as encrypted. Yeah, correct. I mean, you know, you just you just got to be careful about that. And, and some and a few you know services, like I say, like WhatsApp, which is owned by was it Apple now? I think. Oh uh, no, Facebook. Oh, by Facebook. That's right. Well, now apparently Apple is expanding their end-to-end encryption found in iMessages to include iCloud backups, photos, and notes. Uh, it's an opt-in feature called Advanced Data Protection available to U.S. users starting today. Um, and uh, it's through their Apple beta software. So I'm not sure if that actually means that it's available yet to everybody because on the beta versions, uh, they do things that aren't quite ready yet. But you will be able to do, uh, as I say, iCloud backup, iCloud drive, photos, notes, reminders, Safari bookmarks, a a Siri shortcuts, voice messages, and wallet passes. And all of those will have end-to-end encryption. So that's a great uh, that's a great idea. Now, interesting, the only major iCloud data car- categories that are not covered are iCloud mail, contents, and calendar. <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's trust no one. We have to remember Fox Mulder. He knew. Trust <laughs> yeah, no one. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's and it. And apparently the FBI in 2018 complained that the way they were doing it was undermining its investigation into suspected criminals, according to Reuters. So, uh-huh. yeah, so we'll see. But at least, you know, it's a good thing. It's definitely not a bad thing. It may not work every time, but it's better than not having it at all. So uh, kudos to Apple. I'm sure they had a very good reason for doing this. It probably wasn't uh, the reason we, th- you know, we think they are. Right, but yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, I so trust no one. But uh, one thing I do trust from Apple And we're going to talk a little bit here about holiday gifts because, yeah, yeah, great idea. Um, If you want to give someone an Apple device, and Apple devices are not cheap, but they are of quality. Yes, they are. And I gave relatives a little iPad, you know, a little Mm -hmm. small one. And Mm -hmm. I bought it at apple.com slash shop slash refurbished. For those of you who don't know... Apple has a website where they sell certified refurbished devices, everything, Mac, iPad, iPhone, watch, Apple TV, accessories. They even have a clearance department, and the prices are great. Everything is certified by Apple. They Mm -hmm. replace it with legit Apple parts. Um, You can still buy, even though it comes with a one-year warranty, you can buy Apple Care. For any of the devices, you get free delivery, free and easy returns. I mean, it's great. Now, the only thing I have to recommend when you go to the certified refurbished Apple site is shop it for a few days because legitimately the items change. You know, like for example, here's a refurbished iPad, Wi Fi, 32 gigabyte gold, seventh generation. For $209. Yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> and these are Apple products, so you can get anything. So consider doing this because it's going to save you money. And I know we're all spending like drunken sailors. Uh, and, and nobody's going to have the money because of the economy and it's bad and the whole thing. So do try to save money when you can. And this is a great way to do it. Shop refurbished everywhere. Even Dell has refurbished. Everybody has refurbished. So Google the words 
of the brand name and refurbished and see what you come up with and only go to the manufacturer's site, nowhere else. Yeah, and Marsha is 100% right. The, the, one of the great things about Apple products, are their quality control is outstanding. I've rarely, if ever, had an, any kind of an issue with an Apple product. Uh, and I use the, the iPhones and I use an iPad. I don't use uh, Apple computers. But they do a really, really good job of quality control when they build these devices. So, um, well, then good idea, again, Marcia. you get a new one every year. Uh, I know of people who've had them for a little longer where they start to trip up. Well, I've so, had my yeah. iPad. I don't replace my iPad or my uh, watch. I use an Apple watch as well. Different and- factory. Uh, and it's what it's a different factory we yeah, don't need to go, yeah you know that doesn't we're not going to go into the details of that but bottom line foxconn is the factory for apple right foxconn is in china they make all kinds of other stuff you know we don't know we're not involved in it but apple manages to have good quality control so they do good gift they do all right, so we're we're upon the holidays. So today is the tenth. Uh, so we're fifteen days away from both Christmas and Hanukkah. They fall on the same day this year, which is kind of unusual. And if you're buying gifts, you better buy them soon because if you want them shipped for the holidays and to be there for Hanukkah or Christmas, uh, there's a there's a number of things that you can get. Some inexpensive, some uh, more expensive. What what did you like and what you found? Well, still, my favorite, we only have about five minutes here to talk about it, but those Bose sunglasses, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I love the Bose sunglasses. The Bose sunglasses, you put them on, um, you hear it through the bones in your head, Mm -hmm. it's Bluetooth, works with your phone, what a great way, I mean, they're stylish, they look like Ray-Bans, and it's a Bluetooth listening device, so you can talk on the phone. You can do whatever you want. You can run. You can jog. It's a great thing. You can get them on Amazon for $125. That is a bit pricey for a gift, but what a gift. I gave them last year, and everybody went wild. Wild, yeah. I tell you. Yeah. I mean, if you were a uh, a cook and you like barbecuing or, or like eating, you know, meat at the proper temperature, and you never, you know, it's one of the things, you never really know what the temperature of your meat is unless you use something. So the ThermoPro Temp Spike Wireless Meat Thermometer, you stick it in the meat, you have an app, and it tells you, it'll alert you if your meat isn't cooking at the right, uh, you know, temperature. It gives you the uh, ability to monitor your food, and you can make the perfect steak or whatever else you're, uh, you're buying on the grill. And that's about 80 bucks, so not too expensive. And here's something I don't recommend, but they're blasting it all over the internet as a suggested gift. It's a smart bird feeder camera. No mm-hmm. kidding. Uh, it's a bird feeder cam. Okay, and Mm -hmm. it'll detect what species it is, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, you can do with Google Lens, color night vision, 1080p resolution, and you have a connected app and you get notifications when a bird lands, and it's only 255 bucks. (laughs) Only 255, huh? For a bird feeder. Yeah, you have a bird seems... feeder outside. You can stand there with your phone if you're so interested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. This I don't quite know, but there's a BioLite headlamp. I'm not 100% sure where you would use this unless you're working in the, you know, the mines at night. I think I think this is this is useful. I have used this. You've not been in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> with no lights in there, right? That's, well, I do have lights, but you know, I guess I should get some LED strips and put them under shelves, things like that. 
um, makes a big difference. It's a micro USB connection on this BioLite headlamp, and I think it's really great. Um, Pretty cool. It's not not yeah. too expensive. It's sixty bucks. Yeah. And you know, if you go out for if you're walking your dog at night and it's dark out. You know, not a bad idea. I don't know how far the range is that you can see these things, but... Uh, well, it's just it's, like a little flashlight, you know. Yeah, it's a cute idea. A very cute idea. You remember Light Bright? And yeah, the, the toy. Yeah, I mean, that, th- this is really old school, if I remember right. I, I kind of remember... I might even remember these as, as a kid. Uh, it has to be assembled. takes a couple hours. But the Light Bright building kit includes 6,000 mini-size pegs, three pop art designs. Uh, you can remove the pegs and make uh, other ones. Uh, it's battery-powered. You can plug it in using a USB cable. Uh, not too expensive, about 97 bucks on Amazon. And it's fun to do because it's one of those things that you could do with your, you know, significant other or with your kids or whatever, and it makes some really cute art. So uh, that's available. You might want to check and that out. And since you mentioned BioLite, I have to, one of my favorite products comes from them, and I think it's a great gift. It's the BioLite Camp Stove. BioLite <laughs> Camp Stove. Yeah, okay. it's a little cylinder where you burn wood or leaves or whatever, and it generates electricity. So not only can you cook on the top of it, but it has a USB plug so you can charge your phone in case of a blackout. And I I think it's great. We have one. Love it. Uh, It's on sale on the BioLite website for 119 bucks. So I think, you know, um, it has three watts of power to charge devices on the old one. There's a new one that has more, you know, power. And right. Just burn, burn sticks, burn anything you find on the, and you can charge your phone. I think it's yeah, great. That's that's a, that's a and cool it's idea. a camp stove. So. And yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff that that you can get. Uh, let me think. What else was on here that was interesting? You remember the aura ring? We talked about that a, a few months ago. You know, the exercise I, ring. I wanted to get the aura ring, but when I found out now that you have to subscribe to a service, right? And yeah, you, you lose me. You know. I mean, it's a fit. Well, what it is basically, and it, it's not inexpensive, about three hundred bucks. But it's a fitness tracker that's a ring, and it's a stylish-looking ring. I'm not hundred percent right, sure. Yeah. yeah, you would look at it and go, "Oh, that's a fitness tracker." But <laughs> it does last for four to five days, and it's water resistant, so you can theoretically swim with this on. Um, and it's nice looking. Uh, yeah. It's okay. Uh, Now, if you want to spend a decent amount of money, how are you on uh, coffee coffee and espresso makers? You know, I think giving someone a coffee and espresso maker, unless it comes off someone's registry, so you know exactly what what they want. Right. Yeah, I I don't think it's a good gift. But, hey, that's me. Yeah, I'm not an espresso drinker, so uh, I don't... But you see, the thing is, you're not an espresso drinker, so if someone gave it to you, it's bleh. But it's a nice gift for someone who is an espresso drinker, so... Exactly. you got to know the people you're uh, buying the gift for. uh, How about a Music Cozy Sleep headphone, which is interesting. So if you sleep, I don't sleep with with, um, a mask on. You know, an eye mask. You know, a lot of people do that to keep the light out for whatever reason makes the room much darker. Uh, This one actually has a built-in headphone. I had one of these. Did you? With with the music in it? Yes. And? And and, uh, having a strap on my head is like, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I I don't don't. like it. What, you know, I can have my phone on quietly on iHeartRadio or whatever listening when I go to sleep 
and have have it shut off at a certain time, that's great. And I use, which is a great gift in under $10, $12 on Amazon, it's a uh, eye mask, but it's not a mask. It's like a little bag filled with some sort of wheat or something and it has <laughs> lavender in it and it's silk and you put it over your eyes before you go to sleep and it's merely right. the weight of it on your eyes which is actually quite soothing with the cold satin and it's a great way to uh, a great gift to get yeah this thing's 40 bucks so if you, if you don't mind something over your eyes which i do as i agree with you i don't want anything over my eyes but uh, this one i think with the weather being in california all of a sudden we are not only are we getting rain, but it is freezing. I mean, I was thirty. Well, not if you're in Minnesota, I guess. But for California, thirty-eight uh, degrees. Sweetie, we got night. the music here. Yeah. Oh, there cold. we go. All right. Hey, listen, that's it for us. Have a great week. Uh, we will see you next weekend on the radio, and have a good one. Happy holidays, and we'll see you with more gifts next week and more Twitter. Bye bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.